Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Rob Fruckman is the co-director of this terrific new film uh, documentary called Sweet Dreams, a remarkable story of Rwandan women who defy the devastation of the genocide to form the country's first all-female drumming troupe and open the country's first ice cream shop. Tell me a little bit about the, the how you came to, uh, to do the, um, uh, to get involved with this uh, documentary, the journey that took you to Rwanda. Well, it goes back, it's sort of complicated, but actually it's not. Uh, my sister heard about this through uh, somebody that she knows. Uh, apparently Kiki and Jenny... Jenny is the owner of Blue Marble Ice Cream, or co-owner of Blue Marble Ice Cream in Brooklyn. And Kiki is our main uh, protagonist of the film. She's an incredible Rwandan uh, artist, a playwright, actress. And she met Jenny in the United States at a theater lab. Mm-hmm. Um, and she heard the story of... Uh, she, she had already formed a drumming troupe in Rwanda uh, with Rwandan women from uh, both Hutu and Tutsi um, tribes you know, the two sides mm-hmm. that, that, you know, obviously everyone, I think if they know anything about Rwanda, it's the genocide yeah, in 1994. Yeah. So Kiki formed this drumming troupe a couple of years earlier, but she was in the state. She met Jenny. She heard that Jenny and Alexis had an ice cream shop, and this light bulb went off in her head and said, wow, we don't have ice cream. Mm-hmm. in Rwanda, mm-hmm. and we, we need joy in Rwanda in, in every form, and we also need jobs, and my women are amazing. So will you come to Rwanda and teach the women how to make ice cream so we can open a shop? And uh, as Jenny and Alexis like to say, they couldn't really say no, <laughs> so they went. So we heard that story, and we kind of jumped on it. It's a, it's a, what, a what a wonderful opportunity uh, it, it must have been. It must have seemed like at the time, but as, as is al- almost always the case with documentaries, there's, uh, it's, it's not something that you have a lot of control over in terms of the, the progression of the story. Um, but in the case of Sweet Dreams... You had these wonderful, very dynamic women. So that must have been um, that must have felt like you really had a good jump on getting a, um, a, a, a film together with, with just working with Kiki and and these drum. In a, in and of itself, the drumming troupe is a great story. True, it true. And then the question of ice cream sort of somehow yeah. fitting with a drumming story. Uh, we were scratching our heads about that, uh, yeah. but in, in the end, we realized it's not really about drumming or about ice cream. It's really about um, rebuilding uh, not just a society, but rebuilding human beings in any form. So that was really what the film, that's what really is what the film is about. We were curious about Rwanda. You know, it suffered this devastating, horrible genocide, and the trauma, you know, doesn't go away in, in, in a generation. Uh, so we wanted to see how Rwanda was doing, and that was really sort of the motivation for us. And I think that's that is the the key point. Absolutely, it's seeing how um, the people throughout the documentary, throughout Sweet Dreams, you have uh, people talking about their very personal stories about what happened, uh, not only to them, but by members of their family. The, the the stories of members of their family who were on 
shall we say, both ends of the sword. Um, yeah. And it's quite moving, uh, or the machete, I think that was what uh, the sort of, it, at least in the popular um, stories about the, about Rwanda, that seems to have been the, the weapon of choice uh, that killed, the estimates as high as 800,000 people died. So this was a hugely devastating event in, in Rwanda. Yeah, and, and what people don't realize, and we didn't realize, is that Rwanda is a very small country, maybe the size of Vermont, uh, which may have, what, 500,000 people. Well, uh, Rwanda has 11 million people. Uh, so they're really on top of each other. So this was a country that, and so as a result, you know, after this um, genocide, people had to go back and live with each other. You know, victims or the families of, of victims had to live next door to the perpetrators. And this is an incredibly, incredibly difficult thing to do, as you can imagine. So we had to sort of see how that was going, too. And remarkably, I think Rwanda is not there yet, but it's making incredible strides. Isn't it? It's, it's a remar- it is a remarkable story to be this far along, apparently this far along in, in reconciliation um, and in and it, I can't imagine it would be hard to imagine. Um, here we are, the United States living to this day with the impacts and effects of our own civil war, and that was 150 years ago. I, uh, we we still feel some of the repercussions uh, of that, um, certainly in terms of our politics and culture and a lot of things, and even economic disadvantages. So yeah. I can only imagine uh, in a country that starts with virtually no infrastructure or no in- industry um, to speak of, to go through what they've gone through. Um, but it, there's one, there's an element in here which I think is important. Um, it, it's obviously a key part of the, the film is women and the role of women in society and in and, and, and facilitating this reconciliation. Did you have a sense of uh, being around uh, Kiki and the others that women are leading the way in terms of, of that part of the story of Rwanda? Well, we got a sense that women were and are very active in that part. What, what we sensed is that this is a very egalitarian society. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Not that there are the usual problems that, that you have, uh, gender problems, but women are strong there. And partly, you know, after the genocide, the the percentage of the population uh, was 70% women. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they, that still has not changed that much. So a majority of the legislature uh, are women. It's the only country in the world like that. So mm-hmm. in a sense, they are kind of policy leaders. But on a, on a day-to-day level, you feel that women are just as active as men. You know, you don't feel this that that they're in the background. <laughs> they're very strong. They're very strong in a good way. Uh, very strong women. It it does seem that in in these some of these countries that have been devastated by civil war, Sierra Leone, uh, Liberia, others, where at least to the outside world, it appears that women uh, are are assuming roles, leadership roles. Uh, at least at the top of and in some of these important movements within these countries, um, part of what in the film Sweet Dreams, part of what we see is as well is um, some access on the part of women increasingly to educational opportunities, certainly through the ice cream shop and um, there's economic opportunities. 
And that's always been something I felt is, is a key element in the development of, of any country, um, and, and especially in a country like this where reconciliation is such a, a high priority, where w- women having access to educational opportunities and economic opportunities are going to go a long ways towards pulling a country together and moving forward. Is that, was that something you saw in Rwanda? Yeah, it's funny, you know, we, we went around, there's a scene uh, in our film right. uh, where we were asking people on the street if they'd heard of ice cream, and most people hadn't, but there was this older man uh, uh, who said, oh yes, I've heard of it, <laughs> and he was speaking, and uh, you know, he was great, and he said, you know, if you, and he loved the idea that this ice cream shop that he didn't know about was going to be run by women, and owned by women, and he said, you know, if you bring development to the women, you bring it to the whole family. Yeah. So he, he got it, and, and it's true. It's absolutely true, because men usually go out and spend their extra money. If they don't spend it on their family, they go out and they drink beer. Women are going to take their extra money and spend it on their children and on the household. Um, and that's true everywhere, not just in Africa. So uh, I thought that was a very interesting point. Yeah, and, and I think that is generally, yeah, absolutely, I agree with that. Generally the case is that women will... Uh, will take care of the, the the necessities, the things that are best uh, for their families first, and and then yep. and then worry about whatever comes for, uh, moving forward. And and uh, it, it, again, the uh, it, one can't help but be be taken by the uh, by the optimism, the sense of purpose, the the positive nature of the people in this film. There's a number of them, including Kiki, uh, and but also the the. Uh, this, this sense of, you know, not forgetting, not, you know, ha- having, it's very difficult to get away from these horrible, horrible stories that took place in 1994. Right. But, oh, but so true, so true. But, you know, that's kind of what attracted us to the story. Um, we, you know, we sensed that there is a, a new optimism there. And this was the perfect way to not only tell the story of the genocide, but to tell the story of moving beyond the genocide. And, Despite what happened, there is a great deal of optimism and, and joy there. You know, these are, these are people who are looking forward more than they're looking back. Absolutely. Well, Not I wonder- that they've ever, ever forgotten what happened to them, as you can tell from those stories, but they're moving forward. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I want to remind our listeners that they can see the um, Sweet Dreams is opening today. It's November 29th at the Lemley Music Hall 3 Theater that's on in, on Wilshire Boulevard in, in Beverly Hills, terrific theater, as well as the the, Lem, the Lemley Playhouse in, in Pasadena. Yep, that's right. I hope people come <laughs> yes. and see the film. They'll, it's not what they'll expect. It's, it's actually inspiring and lots of fun, it, great it, music. These women are fabulous drummers. Yeah. Yeah, the film opens with that, with them uh, in, in drumming and uh, and the sense of uh, the troupe uh, playing together, the rhythm, the, just the this the community, the sense of community that you get from from watching watching them. Yeah. And and let's and do let's do give uh, uh, Jenny and uh, Alexis uh, her, their due. They 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 uh, were are terrific kind of catalysts for for so much of the 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 story here with Sweet Dreams and. Going to uh, Rwanda and really helping them realize this dream of opening up uh, an ice cream shop, and 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 it's more than an ice cream shop. It's obviously uh, an economic opportunity and a symbol, and, yeah. and, and so much more. 
And, and you know, I, I think that it was a change, a totally a life-changing experience for them. Um, you know, they were there to teach the women, but they learned a lot from them. They learned how, how they dealt with adversity. And they also saw that it's possible to do this, you know, to open a small, small business locally, not just in, in a, a place in a small country in Africa, but probably in, in any community, you know, mm-hmm. if people get together with a small amount of money uh, and a lot of initiative and energy, they could do this as well. And I think that's, that's a good thing. You know, this isn't unique to Rwanda. Right. Yeah, and that is so important. Seeing someone else do it, knowing that it's 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 possible, opening up possibilities to anyone, uh, is really such a. You're exactly right. Such an important element in in moving forward and making progress. Yeah. Even though <laughs> opening an ice cream shop in Africa is a little bit different yeah. than opening it somewhere else, uh, as the film shows. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, Rob Fruckman, I, I'm, uh, thank you so much for being here. Unfortunately, we just sort of run out of time. I, again, I want to remind our listeners that it opens today at the Lemley Music Hall 3 in Beverly Hills. It also uh, opens at the Lemley Pasadena Playhouse 7 in Pasadena. And it sounds like you and uh, Lisa will be in San Francisco next Friday. That would be December 6th at the Landmark Opera Plaza Theater. Um, yes. And, the, and then it looks like it's also opening at the Landmark Shattuck. Uh, uh, Shattuck. Thank you. That's right, in Berkeley. And, mm-hmm. and uh, sadly for the, for the, for the uh, Southern Californians, we're going to have four of the drummers and Kiki in San Francisco. Yeah, I was just seeing this. Uh, a Q&A with uh, Alexis uh, Misen and, uh, yes. and, and then also Kiki Katisi, who will be, wow, that sounds great. And then, you know, obviously, you and Lisa will be there. And, oh, my goodness, what have we got here? Uh, um, Grateful Dead's Mickey Hart will also be at the uh, Shattuck, or no, at the S- Smith. Uh, in San Rafael. San He's Rafael. Be at the Smith, uh, San Rafael Film Center. Yes, he loves the film. He's a drummer. Yes, you know. obviously. And he's <laughs> going to be drumming with the drummers from Rwanda. So what if any f- of the Southern Californians are up in the Bay Area, you should definitely check it out. Oh, what a fantastic night. So that's Sunday, December 8th, 7 p.m., one night only, at the Smith Raphael Film Center in San, in San Rafael, um, California. Wow, wonderful. Well, and again, we even barely touched on the fact that this has gotten the the, the terrific recognition, uh, not only critically but at but at festivals as well. Um, and congratulations on all the accolades, well deserved. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, thank you. And and uh, I, I, but I'm thank you so much for for uh, for spending a little time here on Film School. The film is Sweet Dreams. Rob Fruckman, thank you so much for part of, being a part of the show today. It was a pleasure. Thanks. Take take care. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.